Okay, today I want to try to discuss a couple of fundamental points in Avodah Hashem, and then hopefully we'll have time to plug it into the parsha. Okay, I want to discuss a very important topic which many people have a problem with. Some people express it, some people think it. Kind of try to understand what's the importance of learning in general. Why is the focus more on the learning, the Gemaras, the Sugyas, as opposed to knowing the practical Halachalamaisa and just knowing what you have to do and focus more on behavior and doing the right things following the Halakha as opposed to spending so much time in the study of Torah. And even more so, in our yeshiva world, the Misorah is that when you're younger, we spend a lot of time learning how to learn. So there's a lot of effort and energy learning sugyot, which may not even pertain to a practical halacha place. It's more about learning how to learn, the skills of learn. So why is there so much emphasis on that? What is this whole concept that we have? I'm going to try to explain that a little bit. But basically this takes us into another place, which the halacha lamaisa, and following the rules, so to speak, of the Torah, is the outer structure of religion. That's the structure. The behaviors, what you do. We have a very structured life based on Shulchan Aruch. As opposed to more understanding the internal structure, more understanding the Torah behind what we're doing. And I want to speak out that in this generation, this is a big problem that Chazal already told us in the Gemara, in the end of Sotah. The Gemara talks about Iqlis of the Mashiach. It talks about the end of days before Mashiach. And the Gemara quotes a pasuk that basically describes the situation prior to Mashiach is going to be a situation which we are going to live in extreme darkness and lack of structure, a lack of Satan. Which means, just take an example, when a person... For example, we'd be in a forest in the night where it's pitch black, you can't see anything. That's a tremendous fear the person's in because he has no control over his situation. He doesn't even know what's going to come from where, how he, how he could be in danger. His lack of clarity in a sense where he has absolutely no control over the situation. I mean, sometimes a person's in danger, he has a problem that he has to deal with, but he can face it, he can understand it, he knows what he has to do. But when he's in complete darkness, he doesn't know where things are coming from, and that's a terrifying fear of having no control over a situation. But sometimes, even in pitch black, you could have some form of a structure. For example, if there's a blackout in your house, you know, that happens sometimes around here when the wind blows a little more than 10 miles an hour. So you get a blackout in your house 
and you don't see anything, but you kind of been in your house many, 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 many times, and if your house is in the Mesut of the Ka'ifin, you have some structure you can navigate in that darkness. But if you're in a situation where there is no structure whatsoever, so then you're really in big, big problem. So the way Chazal is explaining to us what it's going to look like before Mashiach, it's going to be pitch black without a structure. Which means, in a spiritual sense, we have Nisyonot coming out of nowhere of things that we have never even thought that they existed. Tremendous amount of Nisyonot means you're in the dark, you don't know what's coming. As far as Nisyonot are concerned, and as far as structure is concerned, our entire structure, the outer structure of religion has been broken down in many, many, many different ways. Meaning once upon a time, you lived in a sheltered home, you lived in a sheltered community, you sent your kids to the right yeshivas, you followed the manual of what it says in the book, you're in a proper structure, then to some degree you're safe. You're going through the structure. But today there is no structure anymore. In many, many different ways. We saw it, for example, in Corona, just to take that for a second, where the community structure is gone, the school structure is gone, the shul structure is gone. If your religion is based solely and completely on the structure, you don't have it. We have different technologies and different problems that are emerging in the community that's from the inside of the community. It's not from the outside of the community. Once upon a time, we had a structure, and bad stuff went on outside. Today, without going into detail, a lot of bad stuff are coming up inside the system, inside the structure. There's not a structure that you can really depend on. So when we talk about this concept, and we're trying to understand mitzvot in a very halachala maisadika even of structure, of an external structure, that's not going to work. We need to understand a deeper understanding of what mitzvot are and what the halachot are. And that's a very important point, which is the only way to live when the structure is not there anymore. When the darkness is very, very bad. When technology, nobody in our right mind thought that if we were raise our kids in a good, healthy community, sheltered, that the worst atrocities of the world and all the filth of the world should penetrate into our yeshivas and into our homes. We never thought like that. So the structure is not there. Structure is not there. So we need something, an internal understanding of what Torah and Mitzvot is, what Avodah is, and we need to work like that. So I just want to explain that. I'm going to bring it into the Mishkan in a minute. There is a few Zoyas that's brought down in Sefer Reish's Chachmah that talks about something very important, the relationship between Torah learning and the doing of mitzvot. So we know that Torah is considered all, it's considered light, and the mitzvah is considered a candle. And the Zohar says, 
A candle without the light is not a candle. If you have a keli with oil in it and a wick, but without the light, the candle is not a candle. And he says if you have a light without a keli by which the light can shine, then it's not a light. Meaning, he says, Torah without mitzvot is nothing, and mitzvot without Torah is nothing. In other words, what he's trying to say is a very deep thing. Torah, the shoyrish of Torah, the root of Torah, which is the chokhmos Hashem, chokhmosai Yisborach, and his ratzon, it's something that's extremely nistar. It's, it's hidden. We can't grasp it. We can't put our hands on it. It's aboveness. It has nothing to do with this world. And really, that's where it is in the Mishkan. It's in the Aron, in the Kodesh Kadoshim, hidden in the box. It's nistar from us. However, Hashem made a system that through the process of learning... We could take this Chochmah, which is Nister and Nelam and above, and we could bring it to grasp it within the confines of the world that we live in. The same Chochmah. It's a fella how that's possible to be done. But through the process of Amelzi Yagir, the Chochmah starts to take form within our minds in an understanding that fits with this world. But at that point, the Chochmah has not come to its fullest state yet. Because then it's only a theory. It's a theoretical thing. But when the Chochmah comes to a point where it's lived in an actual reality, that's when the Chochmah has come to its complete state of what we refer to as a Gilui, as a revelation of that Chochmah which was Nelam Benistar when it started off. Meaning the Torah itself is this light. But the light needs to have a place that it should live in reality. That the Chochmah Hashem is real. It's not just the Chochmah Alma. It's real. And the process, by taking it from the place of Nela, through the process of Abelus V'yegiyah Belimut, through La'asik Shmaitza down to the light that you live your life according to the Chochmah, that's taking the light and putting it on the candle. And that's what we need to do. This is what the Zaya says. So it comes out, just to get clarity, a Maisa Mitzvah is not a behavior or an external structure. The manifestation of the Chochmah of Hashem is lived through the Maisa Mitzvahs. Where your actions and your beliefs and your understandings are all in sync with each other. That's called taking the Torah and the mitzvot and putting it together. Which is discussed in the Mepharshim, the relationship between the Aron, which is in the Kodesh Kadashim, in the Hester Sheba Hester, which is the Shoresh of Torah, and how it transfers over into the Kodesh, into the Menorah, which is represented by the Ner Mitzvah, which is the light. That's the connection, because that's when we took the Chochmah, and we put it into a place of practicality, of clarity, 
of understanding where it becomes a Metzius in this world. And there's another step. We know that many sources that says, we know the Mishnah and others says that various Kalim in the Mishkan represented certain Ketarim, Keter Malchut, Keter Torah. And then it says in the Mishnah that Keser Shem Toiv Oila Al Kula. Where in the Mishkan is the representation of the Keser Shem Toiv? So the sources and the Groz and Maral's and possible Midrashim that the Keser Shem Toiv is referring to the Minorah itself. The Minorah itself is the Keser Shem Toiv. What's the Bir Adover? A Keser is something by definition which is above the actual Maism of a person. It's the crown. A Keser means you could do something, but it could be something bigger than what you did. That's called Hashpo. To be Mashpi on others. That's the Keser. So the Minoira, which is taking the actual Chokhmah and actualizing it in real life behavior and living that way, that is the strongest hashbal on the next person and the next generation and your children and the people around you. That's the Keser Shem Toiv Ha'oyle Al Gadeh. Okay? So now let's try to understand better from what we started off in the beginning of this Discussion here. If a person wants to focus merely on the external structure and the external behavior, then what he has is what we call mitzvot without Torah, which will ultimately not hold. It will not hold. Rabbi Shosalanta says a very deep thing, and based on what we're saying, it's an explanation to what he's saying. Rabbi Shosalanta says if you want to make real changes in your life, you got a problem. You can't get up for shachrit. You got a problem. You have a problem with Yasmadabalimut. You have a problem with Kedusha. You have a problem with your cell phone. You have a problem with Shmir Sinayim. Whatever problem you got. Rabbi Shosalakis has a novel idea. He says, take the sugya, not the halacha. Don't learn the halacha. If you have a problem with, the, with, with Shmir Sinayim, it's not good enough. Just to take the two the halachas a day. That's the external behavior. He says you have to learn the sugya be'iyun. You learn the sugya be'iyun. The behind the scene where the halacha came out from. Then the halacha will change. That's the only way you can make change. But if you learn the behavior by itself. You will not make change. Which the understanding of what we're saying is because they're not independent things. When a person can actually understand the Chachmah behind the Halacha, he can understand the mechanics, he can understand how it works, he could daher it in real life, where it's then the next step of where that Chachmah goes is into the behavior. Because then the behavior fits his understanding. And if that's a shinui in the order. And when you see a person who's makbid on speaking Lashon Hara, you don't just see a person who follows his one hour machshoim levi. You see a guy who has a certain havona in understanding ben and how to tight people up. 
and how he sees himself and how he sees the world around him and how he behaves in a way, that's a kesel shem tov, because he's living what he learns. That's the idea. A person who's a kadosh is living what he learns. A person who's a shmir zenayim is living what he learns. But it goes back to the learning. If you can't learn, then you're hanging in mid-ear in the structure. And today, in Ikhlasid the Mashiach, what Chazal is saying is, there's no real structure to hang on to anymore. Things have melted down. Things have fallen apart. You can't be external. Today you have to be internal. And that's why a tremendous emphasis is on learning. Because you need to attach everything to learning. And if you don't know how to read a Rashi, you will see nothing in the Rashi. If you don't know how to learn a Ramban, you will see nothing in a Ramban. You will see nothing. You need to learn the process of what we call Amelis, Vyagia, and skill, and understanding how to learn what is being said in the Torah, to the point where you're able to bring it down to a very realistic place in your life. That's Torah learning, which attaches to your mitzvahs. If you do that, that's the only way for a person to survive in Ikhlas of the Mashiach. The Gemara says, Sidra de Kedusha. When Mubal Etzion, they were Masadar, a Seder of Kedusha. A structure of Kedusha. That's an internal structure. You have to study it and understand why that's the internal structure of Kedusha. But if you have an internal structure of Kedusha, then even in the dark you can navigate. Just to give you a little bit of a muscle. If a person has a tremendous amount of experience in something, he can be thrown into a situation of lack of clarity, but he can use his instincts and his skills that he has internally, the internal structure, to help him get through those situations. So what Chazal is telling us is, in Ikhlas of the Mashiach, you need the internal structure. If you have the internal structure of Torah, then you will be a Keteshemto then your children will get that too. And that's what will help them deal with the darkness and the lack of structure and all the necessariness of the world out there. That's the idea that I want to give you today.